Hey girlfriend, you know who you are. You have big, big dreams. You want to write a book, stand on a TED Talk stage, be a life coach offering wisdom from your RV in Montana, a cafe in Barcelona, or a beach chair in Tulum. Your other girlfriends and your family, they don't always get your biz savvy. Why do you want to leave your J-O-B? Because you're a CATS, aka coach, author, thought leader, and speaker. Meet other change makers like yourself and find out how they make it happen. This is the Big Meow Podcast. Hey, cats, it's Kristen. I'm here with Jana Lopez. Hi, Jana. Hi. So Jana is your girl if you want to write a book. So big shout out to that. Jana, eight out of 10 Americans feel like they've got a book within them, but they're not really sure if they'll ever write it. What would you say to them? I would say that I understand why. Uh, it's something that it's, it's such a big dream. And there's a lot of years that we spend connected to the ideas of what we think it's supposed to be, how we think it's supposed to go, how we're supposed to go about doing it. And with all of that overwhelm, it's like, I just want to take a nap. But you know, the truth is the vision that we have, the stories that we feel close to, the dream that we have of completing a book is amazing. And I think why most people don't do it is because A, they don't know how to get started. B, they're overwhelmed. C, they lack confidence. And D, they just need some clarity. I would agree with all of those things and more. Absolutely. You know, I, when I wrote my first book, and it came in the mail and I opened the box and they were in there. I felt like, like I was receiving a baby, <laughs> you know, because you work on it so much. It comes from your heart. It comes from your soul. I mean, you know, you're known as the book psychic. I mean, what role does our intuition play in creating this book that is this extension of our true story? I think the intuition is everything. I think the judgment and self-criticism and doubt is what puts the water on that fire at every stage in which we're trying to find our sparks. I think intuitively, we absolutely know what we want to share and what we have to say. The guidance portion of it comes in just by unraveling and untangling the emotional knots so that you can find your way clearly and confidently and most importantly, the idea for me is to help people figure out what it is they actually want to write versus what they think they should write. And there's a difference. Okay. So there's a whole big thing to unpack around that, right? Like what we think we should write versus what we actually want to write about. I mean, how do we give ourselves permission to just go with the flow of what really is truly within us that wants to be expressed? It takes time. I think it takes somebody, whether it's me or anybody, helping you unpack what I say is the difference between intention and attention. Hmm. And with intention, to me, that feels like the connectivity, the purpose, the intuition, the soul, the message, the connection to yourself, which I call your Eunice. The attention is the things we think we're supposed to write or say because of some projected audience that may or may not exist and that we're preconditioned, I think, or predisposed to speaking to 
without even having a real reason why. And so we pay attention to what we project and perceive versus what we care about and what we really are connected to. So, so many women who are entrepreneurs in this personal development marketplace, I mean, truth is to really be able to play at that level, you need a book. You know, a book is your calling card. It's your thought leadership. I mean, how do you get started? I think figuring out what it is that you care about, the one thing, and that always surprises people when they say, how do I start? I say, write a list about the things that you care about, hmm. because that really matters. You're going to have a better book and an easier time of writing, a more connected time to writing, if the topics are things that you care about. And, you know, you can still care about your work as a massage therapist, you can care about your work as a healer, you can care about your work as a coach, and um, think that the book that you're supposed to write is some other form about your business or your approach, when really, you came to it from a place of caring and connection from your own experience, from your own story. Sometimes, you know, I worked with a, an author who was a massage therapist and got into it because she was a cancer survivor. And now she was going to write a book about being a massage therapist. And it was interesting. Nowhere in the book did she talk about being a cancer survivor. <laughs> she so that, left, I call that burying the lead, right? You leave out that big chunk. <laughs> yeah. So there's a difference. I think what we think people want to hear versus what we actually need and have to say to ourselves for our own clarity and validation. You know, writing a book, just from my own experience, and I know you know this too, it can be so profoundly cathartic, you know, just getting that word out of your mind, your heart, and on to paper. And even if, even if you don't even publish it, I mean, some people write books that they don't put out to the world. They just write for the joy and love of writing. Yes, I would say that's true. And that's a very foundational element of what I teach, because I believe that you can have writing freedom forever. I really do believe that that is not an overflated, inflated promise. And the way that we can achieve that is by recognizing that we are writing for ourselves. And that means everything to us. And separately and behind that, you can always choose to edit and you can always choose to publish later. That has nothing to do with the writing process. What you write is what you write. The choices to edit or publish are secondary and third and come later. I think that's really interesting and super important because if we're always just thinking about what's that published piece of work going to look like, in a lot of ways that can really restrict us. Completely. It's a chokehold. I've seen it a thousand times I, or more than a thousand times. I, every time, mostly everybody I work with will come to me with like, well, here's what I'm thinking about writing and here's who it's for. Not that we don't care about our audience or that we care about where it's going to end up. But if I'm writing for an audience of um, perceived <laughs> hundreds of people I'm never going to be able to satisfy everybody. I, I, it, the thought of that is overwhelming. And, you know, people are going to criticize what you write anyway. I always tell people it's inevitable. 
There will be people who love your work and people who cannot stand your work. Both are true. None of which has anything to do with me or my process of writing. How can you write a book if you feel like you're not a good writer? Uh, well, that's an interesting question. I always ask, what does good mean? You know, define what good means. I think there's some illusion of this imagined standard of what is good and what isn't good. I think we're used to having red pens and high school teachers criticize, or maybe we've shown work to friends or spouses at some point or parents who tore it up and that just gets us back into our shell. Or of course, there's those writing groups. I've been a part of too many of them where everybody wants to pontificate about their projection and theories of criticism. And, you know, really good doesn't exist in my world when it comes to writing. It's between you and yourself and vulnerability, clarity, connection, and surprise, curiosity, discovery. Those are more of the words I would use to describe the writing process. There is no judgment in my world when it comes to writing, no rules. And the biggest part of my work is helping people unlearn everything they've learned about writing so that they can actually write. There's a lot of bad advice out there about writing. Terrible. Sad. <laughs> no, it breaks, it breaks my heart. You know, it breaks my heart because by the time people come to me, they've spent hundreds of dollars on these systems finish your bestseller in 30 days, write every day at 7 a.m., do this, do that. And they're all about these structures that impose some form of way to approach writing without considering what it is that people are stuck on or why. And I'm a believer 100% that if you could have written by now, you would have. Nobody likes to be stuck. Nobody likes that feeling of thinking about writing and not writing. There's an emotional, spiritual, or psychological snag that's happening that has to be addressed in order for you to be able to be free and connect and actually do the writing. So it, it breaks my heart. It feels like spiritual hijacking in a way, I think, that you're taking people at very vulnerable times and moments in their lives and capitalizing on them. And they end up worse than they were before. It's like the diet promise here. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like my diet. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, you know, lose 10 pounds in three days. I'm doing and, all these things and yes. not delivering on that promise. <laughs> right. And then you're 10 pounds heavier than you started. Okay, so that, that there's that too. And you not know, that's you. a whole not other you. conversation. Not you, people in general. One of the things that that's so striking to me about you is your intuition and your ability to kind of tune in to people and what's the source of where some of this is coming from. And so my question to you is, what is the role of our childhood traumas, our wounds, our injuries, you know, anything that's happened to us known or unknown in our writing journey? Um, that's an interesting question. I think it's the source of what keeps us stuck and also the opportunity for our freedom because the writing and the way I teach it, I believe that we're able to go through what I call a conversation with ourself and through the conversation, we unearth these memories, connections, moments, reflections of those points in time 
where we might've made choices to let a part of ourselves go, or we form some sort of an opinion and the writing through what I call invitations, they're not prompts, but they're similar. The invitations allows us to connect to and reclaim and look at and engage with these pieces that maybe have kept us hung up in some way. And it gives us a chance to reimagine and re-engage and reconnect with that part of ourselves so that we can fully incorporate it, be with it, connect with it, and then kind of move through it and, and go about our, about our business and go about our way. I love that idea of invitations, that writing is an invitation. If you were to give our listeners an invitation to write about right now, what would you share? Uh, and I, I will give an invitation. I will say that in my world, that writing is not an expectation. It's an invitation, meaning you can take it or not. There's no weight or expectation. So if I were going to give writers an invitation, I would ask you to maybe invite yourself into the conversation about how do you know what you know about writing? Do you even know what you know about writing? Where, what are your ideas about writing? Where did those ideas come from? Because oftentimes it's even difficult to imagine or connect with how we came to know about what we know about writing. And that's a great place to start is to ask yourself, invite yourself in to a conversation about your relationship with your writing. Is it a relationship? And do you have a relationship with writing? What would that look like if you did? Wow. There's a lot there. I love that. So what's next for you? So I have an amazing Oracle deck writing system that's coming out. It's called Writing Freedom Forever. It's going to be out <laughs> next week. And people oh, can girl. I know. I'm so excited. They turned out so beautiful. And it's based on uh, insight, invitation, and uh, inspiration. So it covers what I teach about writing, my psychic connection to writing. And then it has a gorgeous uh, deck with invitations. So there's three separate decks. And so you can mix and match, pick and choose. And um, it's going to be amazing. You'll never be stuck with your writing again. They're gorgeous. Fun. They're fun. They're interactive. And they are easy peasy for you to engage with and be involved with. I personally have seen nothing out there like this. I've seen lots of writing decks, but nothing to the degree that I have created. It sounds intuitive and like a lot of fodder for some really juicy stuff. And so how beautiful. can we find you? Yeah. Uh, you can find me at janalopez.com, J-A-N-N-A-L-O-P-E-Z.com. And I'm always willing to spend time to chat with anybody who is stuck and give them a free consultation to help them figure it out. Even if it's not me, that's okay. But I'd love to help people figure out what is their first step forward. I love it. Thank you for that invitation, Jana. And thanks so much for being on the big meow. Thank you. It was perfectly fun. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Big Meow Podcast, sponsored by Cats Network. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can also join our network filled with positivity and possibility. Visit www.catsnetworking.com to join us and learn more. Together with your magical, motivated, and mystical new friends at Cats Network. Let's transform a million lives with your message. Are you feeling isolated sitting at home in your PJs? Or perhaps you're tired of the comfy sweatpants with holes in them that are hidden just below the camera. I mean, you could puke at the thought of another day of Zoom meetings and reporting to your BOSS. Do you want freedom from your home office desk or the office cubicle? Do you want freedom from your current career? Or are you frustrated that your online biz dreams are going nowhere? It's all too overwhelming. Where do you start? All the tech, the choices, and your message. Yep, I said your message, your brand, your voice. What is it? Do you even know what that means? Do you need a biz coach, but don't want to invest the big bucks? Let's face it, being a solopreneur is lonely, but you don't have to do it alone. And here's a solution. Join Cats Network. Cats Network is a woman-only membership community exclusively available to you. The life coach or executive coach, the author, the thought leader, or the public speaker. If you identify with this list or want to work on adding some of these to your skill set, Cats is the place for you. Check us out at www.catsnetworking.com. That's C-A-T-S networking.com. Because let's face it, cats are better together.